Hi there, this is James Eek, and you are listening to Warrior's Way Podcast, episode 82. If you have checked out the Warrior's Way Podcast Patreon page, you are a saint and a scholar, and you get a gold star. Congratulations. If you're one of our Patreon subscribers, first off, thank you so much. And it isn't much to say that the fact that you have a podcast to listen to is no small part Thanks to the support that you have shown in supporting what I've been trying to do here and now on the Patreon page. And for those of you that haven't checked it out, press pause. Go ahead. Did you do it? Well, if you haven't, please do. I've been building a database of instructional and fun videos of yours truly showing you some awesome martial arts meditation, breath work, and a whole bunch more. So, like I said, press pause and go check out the Warrior's Way podcast Patreon page at patreon.com. Subscribe today and help ensure that this podcast is here for a long time to go. When you are practicing Zazen, do not try to stop your thinking. Let it stop by itself. If something comes into your mind, let it come in and let it go out. It will not stay long. When you try to stop your thinking, it means you are bothered by it. Do not be bothered by anything. It appears as if something comes from outside your mind, but actually it is only the waves of your mind. And if you are bothered by the waves... Gradually, they will become calmer and calmer. In five or at most ten minutes, your mind will be completely serene and calm. At, this, at that time, your breathing will become quite slow, while your pulse will become a little faster. It'll take quite a long time before you find your calm, serene mind in your practice. Many sensations come, many thoughts or images arise. They're just waves of your own mind. Nothing comes from outside your mind. Usually we think of our mind as receiving impressions and experiences from outside, but that's not a true understanding of our mind. The true understanding is that the mind includes everything. When you think something comes from outside, it means only that something appears in your mind. Nothing outside yourself can cause you any trouble. You yourself make the waves in your mind. If you leave your mind as it is, it'll become calm. This mind is called big mind. If your mind is related to something outside itself, that mind is a small mind, a limited mind. If your mind is not related to anything else, then there is no dualistic understanding in the activity of your mind. You understand activity as just waves of your mind. Big mind experiences everything within itself. Do you understand the difference between the two minds, the mind which includes everything and the mind which is related to something? Actually, they're the same thing, but the understanding is different. And your attitude towards your life will be different according to which, you, which understanding you have. 
that everything in, is included within your mind is the essence of the mind. To experience this is to have religious feeling. Even though waves arise, the essence of your mind is pure. It's just like clear water with a few waves. Actually, water always has waves. Waves are the practice of the water. To speak of waves apart from water or water apart from waves is a delusion. Water and waves are one. Big mind and small mind are one. When you understand your mind in this way, you have some security in your feeling. As your mind does not expect anything from outside, it's always filled. A mind with waves in it is not a disturbed mind, but actually an amplified one. Whatever you experience is an expression of big mind. The activity of big mind is to amplify itself through various experiences. In one sense, our experiences coming one by one are always fresh and new. But in another sense, they are nothing but a continuous or repeated unfolding of the one big mind. For instance, if you have something good for breakfast, you will say, this is good. Good is supplied as something experienced some time long ago, even though you may not remember when. With big mind, we accept each of our experiences as if recognizing the face we see in a mirror as our own. For us, there's no fear of losing this mind. There's nowhere to come or to go. There's no fear of death, no suffering from old age or sickness, because we enjoy all aspects of life as an unfolding of big mind. We do not care for any excessive joy. So we have impermeable composure. And it is with this impermeable composure of big mind that we practice Zazen. Wow. Um, that was an article from um, Suzuki Sensei. And it is how he explains how to practice Zazen. But in it, by the way, his full name is Shunryu Suzuki. And it was published in the Lion's Roar website, which, by the way, is a great website. Go check it out sometime. Um, to be honest, this is one of the best explanations of meditation that I've read. And not that I am necessarily an expert, but I have been meditating for probably longer than most of you have been alive. Um, it's exactly what my experience of meditation is. It's also one of the shortest explanations to be honest and most succinct and most um how could i put it it's not using deep deep explanations that don't make sense <laughs> and to be honest with you um the fact that it is simple and short that's pretty much zen in itself simple zen is simple despite what some people will tell you I don't talk about it all that much because, to be honest, I don't think it matters and it's something that matters only to me. But uh, I became a lay-ordained Zen Buddhist 
uh, I guess more than 25 years ago now. Uh, A few years before that, I had pretty much decided that I wanted to be a Zen monk. Um, It was what I was going to do. Actually, it was more like the culmination of or maybe the direction of my training up to that point. I started meditating when I was just a kid, and uh, which is kind of weird because growing up on a small farm where I was from, there weren't any Zen temples. I had never met a Buddhist monk as a kid, but I knew somehow that that was my path. It just had some kind of weird resonance for me. Um, And then... When I was a kid, I found the book, The Three Pillars of Zen, uh, which, by the way, you should read. And it really changed my life. And I was probably 10 years old and somehow made it through the book, understanding just enough to get myself going, basically teaching myself about this Zen thing. Um, Of course, looking back, I probably had a whole bunch of mistakes that had to get sorted out. But that was okay, because eventually I found myself on the west coast of Canada and training with an actual Zen master by the name of Coton Benson, who is a very cool, cool Zen master. Um, While I love training Zen with others, you know, in a Zendo, in a temple, given the fact that I'd spent so long by myself, living Zen in my way. Well, I spent plenty of time in Zen temples from then and, you know, for years later. Um, And with more than a few Buddhist teachers, I should say, too. To this day, I still prefer being kind of the Zen lone wolf. Um, And I just, I don't know. It's just the way I like it. (laughs) Every so often I think back and I think, oh, I should, you know, Maybe be hanging out with other Zen types. But then it's like, nah. Um, I meditate every day. I always have. And these days, though, I don't really see it as anything all that special. It's just part of who I am and what I do. And when people ask me how to do it, it seems almost like, well, yeah, you. most people don't do this. Um, but you should. That said, I know full well that there are many people listening to this who are trying to get a meditation practice going, or at least thinking about it. Um, Some want to, but are probably finding it difficult, or giving in to all the excuses that come up for why they don't. So here's my advice, and it's good advice. Meditate, period. Just do it. Set your alarm every day to get you up earlier than what isn't ever normal and find a quiet corner and just sit. Sit however you want to. Sit cross-legged. Sit in a chair. Sit on the floor. Sit on a cushion. Sit on your head. No, don't sit on your head. But let your mind and your thoughts go. Just observe them. Of course, this might be hard at first. Looking inside and seeing how you think, the things that keep coming up, the things that annoy you, the things you obsess over, the baggage you carry around, we all do it, believe me. 
But what you can do is you can count your breath or you can use an app or just sit. Sit. The thing is, though, stick with it. Some people tell you that you don't need to meditate, but honestly, these people are simply delusional and wrong. And I would have no problem telling that to even the scariest one right in the face. <laughs> um, you need to meditate. You've all, it's, it's all you got, man. Just you. And it changes everything. At the end of the day, all you have in this life is you. You are all there is. Of course, there is plenty going on around you. But in terms of you, your life, your reality, all that there is, is you. If you don't think that your responsibility in this life is to to understand you, who you are, why you do what you do, what it is that makes you, you, well then you're probably walking down a road that will lead you to some pretty interesting days ahead. Believe me, even if you meditate, you will have some of those days where you wonder if you actually know who you are. It's part of living. But if you want to really deepen your understanding of yourself, if you want to find out what it really matters in your life, if you want to take your training to a whole different level, then you need to start a meditation practice. Now, I know I told you that I taught myself, and that is true. But also understand that I fixed all those mistakes that I taught myself by having some pretty amazing teachers in Zen. So I'm going to burst your bubble. <laughs> Don't trust that app. Don't trust that book. Today, there are so many options open to people who want to learn to meditate. And my suggestion, just like jujitsu or whatever else, is to find a good teacher who knows their stuff and has learned from a true lineage. A true lineage. Believe me, there is a difference. You want to not become more delusional through your meditation and in life. You are likely, just like all of us, pretty delusional already. <laughs> um, a good Zen teacher or a Zen master will help you to become less so. But you know what? You're still going to have stuff to work through. So, let go and meditate. That simple. Do it. And you'll be glad you did. Let me know. Let me know how it goes. I'd love to know. And for that matter, if you need some help, drop me a line. I have done a couple of videos on Patreon and I can always add some more. So, let's go on to the question of the week. You talk a lot about jujitsu, but also talk a lot about making sure you cover all your bases and train in as much as you can. So, what the heck am I supposed to do? <laughs> well, that's a really good question. Um, all I can say is that you and all of us need to have open 
and yet discriminating minds that are able to see what is true and able to see what you don't know. Hmm. This can take a long time to learn. I'm constantly amazed by my own ignorance. I'm constantly amazed by just how much I don't know. And I am constantly amazed by how much more I have to learn. In the martial arts and in life. For instance, I'm 50 years old. And just a couple of weeks, started to teach myself violin. Supposed to have a lesson, but the lady got sick. So just doing it myself right now until she's better. Believe me, nothing's going to teach you how much you don't know until you pick up a instrument you've never touched before. <laughs> but as for martial arts, I think that all martial arts are awesome. I know I talk a lot about jujitsu, but I've done so many martial arts. I think karate is awesome. I think Kali, I think Jeet Kune Do, I think, you know, everything you can find is awesome. I've been training in the martial arts for almost my whole life. And I think the training makes our lives far more wonderful than we could imagine if we don't train. Start training and you will see within a very short period of time just how better your life is. What I've come to learn is that in terms of martial arts, we need to make sure we have kind of a holistic view. A view that shows us what we know what we don't know, what others could know, and how we can go about filling in those blanks. Now, most people aren't like me. I've sacrificed and I've spent a small fortune. I've foregone holidays, relationships, and a whole lot more. All so I could train with as many of the greatest martial artists as I can, by the way. I love training. I love learning, I love figuring out how to do things differently and seeing it with different eyes. So, train in whatever you want, but devour it. Get the most from it that you can. Don't be blinded by it, though. And when you realize that you want to expand and to improve and to add more and to learn more, don't be afraid. Be brave and open-minded. Don't worry what anybody else thinks. Learn. So, there you go. Do jiu-jitsu. Or do whatever you want. Do jiu-jitsu as well as a bunch of other things. Do a bunch of other things and some jiu-jitsu. <laughs> Make your training a amazing smorgasbord of great food made by amazing chefs. That's just plain delicious. Get out there. So there you go. And we are going to tie things up with that question. Good question and great article. Check out Suzuki's writings on Zen, by the way. You do not want to miss out on reading these amazing things that these people write about. When I do these podcasts, I, that's really one of my hopes, that it's going to turn people on to a whole lot of cool things. So let's end this for another week. If you are enjoying these podcasts, please, please 
go on to Apple and go to the Apple Podcasts and give this podcast five stars. That would be awesome. Or wherever you listen to it. If there's a way to review it, give it an awesome review. That makes my day. And you know what? It helps other people find out about the Warrior's Way podcast. And that's what we want, right? We want to get the most out of our lives and our training and all that awesome stuff. We're building community. The second thing to make you awesome, go over to patreon.com and search for Warrior's Way podcast and subscribe. That's going to help me out a whole lot, I'll tell you that. Um, Like I said, I've been putting a whole bunch of videos on that page and it's subscription-based. So you pay a little bit and you get a whole lot. And that's a good deal for everybody. And it makes sure that this podcast stays around. And then if you want to see some of the things that I do, look for the Eek Academy on Instagram. Look for it on Facebook. And while you're there, join the Warriors Way podcast page on Facebook. Be a cool person. <laughs> and if again, if you like all the stuff that I talk about, I've written a couple books. One is Warrior's Way, A Guide to Lifelong Learning in the Martial Arts. And the other is called A Wolf in the Woods, which is also about the martial arts and how, you know, getting into a fight with a wolf in the woods kind of changes your way that you train and you think. True story. And with that, get out there and have fun. Train hard. Be a good person. Be a good friend. And you know what? Help this world out. You just have to look at the headlines and the news. And yeah, there's a lot of doom and gloom. But look at the headlines and the news and see that the world could use some cool people looking out for it. That is what the martial arts is all about. Let's do some cool things. Let's be good people. Let's be good training partners. And let's show the world what this training thing is all about. Get out there, train hard, have fun, and be a good friend. Thanks.